Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Just today, I woke up early. I did my uh, pilates and my weights, and took my dog for a run. And I put goat in the oven. And when I came home, my entire house was steaming. And I, you know, spontaneously laughed because the Holy Spirit in me said, "There's joy in my house. I have Jewish neighbors." <laughs> And I mean, real Jewish with the beard and the hat and everything. And um, we park our cars next to each other. And my car says blood of Jesus Christ on the back windscreen. They have to watch that every day. <laughs> and it's a beautiful Mercedes and it's polished and it's black. Um, and I'm a witness, you know, I'm a witness. And, and that's what I wanted to say this morning is we are the sons of God. And Jesus said that a Christian will not be predictable. You see, we don't have the yeast of the Pharisees, which creates predictability and control. You know, you are controlled by your government. You're controlled by the food that you eat. If you don't sleep, you're going to be less functional. So there are poisons and toxins in our diet, in our food, in our water, in our medication. And it, it gives other people control. But Jesus said, those who are born of the Spirit are going to be like the wind. Nobody knows where they're going. So that's John chapter 8, I believe. So if you are predictable, you are controllable. You know, sometimes I don't take my mobile phone where I go. I bought a Faraday bag for my phone. So if I go somewhere... I put my phone in the Faraday bag and there is no connection. So this is the way that the underground, you know, persecuted churches operate. And there will be a time, you know, whether it's an internet blackout or a plague or a famine or just a solar flare, there will be a time when the internet will be temporarily turned off. And... You won't be able to buy stuff on Amazon. You know, you won't be able to... Um, and when it comes back, 
you know, I wonder whether there's going to be some level of, you know, new level of security that will require biometrics and, and you may want to consider to opt out at that point of the system. So the message today is be a son. You are a son. And you know what God said to me is like, we're going to have our communion uh, elements soon. Um, he said, you, Jonathan, are a sweet smelling aroma because you have placed yourself on the altar. He loves burnt sacrifice. The smell of burning fat, the smoke of the lamb. You know, I walked into my apartment and I laughed in the spirit because God said, you are burning. You see, most Christians, they withdraw from the process of burning. They find themselves desperate for God. They find themselves hungry and thirsty for breakthrough. But are they really thirsty for God? Because you'll find the Holy Spirit and will lead you onto the altar. There will be problems. There will be things that, that cause you to throw yourself on the rock that is greater than you. And when you're desperate and when you cry out, you'll find that you'll look around and God has moved you to a place of surrender. He's moved you to a place of ownership. And unfortunately, most of us Christians, and it really is a symptom of this satanic cult world order that the church has been susceptible to and has fallen into, largely, that causes a form of godliness that denies its power. It is lukewarm. And what it is, is Western Christianity has created a disciple of not Jesus, but of religion, of form, of conduct, of behavior, of entertainment. The root word of entertainment is distraction. So you can go to church and tithe and even be a preacher and a pastor and not be in the kingdom. We know that the homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom. So if you have a, a church that has ordained ministers who are gay, then they might be in the church, so-called church, but they, according to the Bible, they may not be part of the kingdom of God. Okay, same with the adulterers, same with the lovers of money and all sorts of other things as well. So what I'm saying to you is church can make it about you. It can make it about convenience. It can make it about distraction. And it's not what God is saying. And it's not what God is doing. That's why the lukewarm church is blind, pitiful, and they have no idea on their current condition. They don't know that they're blind. That is the end times. I'm not looking at Donald Trump or the vaccine mandates or the crazy weather. I'm looking at my own heart and I'm looking at the state of the church and explicitly, specifically her deception, her inability to self-diagnose her condition. That's why I started the underground church. The church has moved underground. It's not a building. The church is a spiritual house for God to dwell in. So let me tie all this together for you today. You are a son of God if you, if you are led by the Spirit, not by YouTube, not by me, not by your pastor. There were times when my pastor wanted me to do something that I could not do by the Lord of God, by his spirit. 
you know, you will have to disappoint people to stay in that position of burning. God has made a huge effort to shake the church and to shake the world. It's not about the Illuminati and the one world order and the mark of the beast. It's about God who so loved the world that he gave his son. He gave his son as a ransom for many. So the shaking is to get you on the altar. The shaking is to get you on the rock that is higher than I. The shaking is so that you, I've had the most amazing experience looking up at the eye of the storm. Everywhere I go, I'm in the eye of the storm. It doesn't matter where the storm goes, the the eye of the storm and I move with it, so I never get affected. I don't get affected because I am unshakable. There's a guarantee to be unshakable. It's called standing on the rock. If you build your life on the rock of the word, you will not be moved. The waves will not affect your tent. It will not knock you over. And I've been excited about the kingdom. I began to seek first the kingdom and to preach the kingdom that Jesus preached since 2018. I was doing it in 2010, but I became infected with the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. That's my own fault. It's in your mind. You will be predictable when you are controllable. You will be predictable. See, Jesus said, you do not know those of the Spirit where they're going. Paul said those who are led by the Spirit of God. So suddenly God changes your direction. He takes you off track. You know, I prospered in a time where, you know, the worst things that happened to me, God turns them together for good. That's the kingdom. When people think you're about to fail, that's when you have seven levels of promotion. When you don't work and you don't have any money because of the illegal, unconstitutional, satanic, demonic, you know, mandates, and God buys your house, this house here, I own it. Okay, I own it. I have no mortgage. You know, I own at least 27% of this property and I cannot be evicted because I own it. I do owe money to family, so that's the other 60 to 75%. Um, but God is amazing. And he told me years ago, and I mean, he, he grabbed me by the shoulders and shook me. I had a mountaintop experience. I went to the top of Mount Donabuang and God screamed in my face, you know, spat in my face. He said, money will never be an issue. And I'll tell you what, that was almost two years ago. I have not looked at the bank account. I've been tap, tap, tapping, tap, tap, tapping, spend, spend, buy, 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 buy. And money just never runs out. Okay. God's amazing. He's done this. I'm not talking about being irresponsible. No, I pay my taxes. I pay my bills. I've never had a default on a on a loan or anything. I've had 20 commercial and residential leases. I've moved house, maybe 20 is a bit much, but I've moved house including moving my business with financial agreements 15 times at least. And I've never had a problem. I've always had my bond return. I've always had a good reference. So what I'm saying is, I put myself on the altar. Most Christians, they don't know that, that they're infected by the yeast of the Pharisees. They haven't heard the message of the kingdom, even though they're in church, even though they're saved. And that's the problem. People die for lack of knowledge. They perish for lack of knowledge. And what I'm telling you today is 
By doing communion, we are putting ourselves on the altar. We are saying to God, I died. I no longer live. You live in me. You live through me. The power of Christ worketh mightily through me to do the good works that he prepared in advance for me to do. I am acknowledging that I'm dead. I'm acknowledging that I need help. I'm acknowledging that it's his righteousness. When God sees me, he's pleased, not because of anything I've done, but because of what he did in and through Jesus Christ. He sees the burnt offering. He sees the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, who is the Lamb of God. He is the Lamb who takes away. And he's already taken away the sins of the world. So God's pleased because he sees Jesus. He sees Jesus. Oh, yeah. I eat you, Jesus. I eat you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. It's not the pumpkin. It's not the pumpkin. It is a, a violence that takes the kingdom by force. And let me tell you about the kingdom. Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. Now, what does that mean? When you understand the kingdom, you will understand that you cannot enter the throne room of God without a sacrifice. The Bible says in Proverbs that you should present a gift before a king. Okay, you do not come without a gift. I said you do not approach the throne without a gift. I just ate that gift, okay? I enter the throne of grace with confidence because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of his body. Do you understand that? You don't. If I were to approach Jesus without his blood, I would be killed. Okay? So I enter the throne of grace with confidence. The Bible says in the Psalms that we enter his, his uh, gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. But we enter the holy place by the blood of the Lamb. So that is my sacrifice. My sacrifice is to say yes to his sacrifice. Lord God, we receive your offering for sin. We thank you for the offering of Jesus Christ. And we present that, Lord God. We don't present ourselves. We don't present our own ideas or identity or our works. Lord, we present Jesus to you and his blood shed. Thank you that you accept this sacrifice, God. The blood of the covenant, which I drink and I imbibe. I drink and I imbibe. You know, the devil hates this. He hates this. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Listen, finally, finally, guys, I've got a lot of scriptures. I might post some of the photos of the uh, websites for you. You see, you and I were made for glory, according to Isaiah 43. We were made for glory. We were made. We were made for glory. And you put on glory when you put on Christ. You know, 
we're trained by this world system that controls us by you know our parents control us our family control us our food controls us you know medication that contains you know information and the ability to communicate these things control us but the sons of god are led by the Spirit of God. We are uncontrollable. That's why you're out of debt. That's why perhaps at the moment you're not in a church, but you are the church, and God wants you to fellowship with other believers. So find them. And if you can't find them, lead people to Christ, because, listen, your glory is to do the will of the Father. He has called you for glory. He prayed for you that you would share the same glory that Jesus shared with the Father. You will be glorious when you be yourself, when you be who you really are. You put on Christ. You put off the old man. You put on the new man. Stop trying to please other people. Stop trying to fit into the satanic world order. Stop it. Stop trying to please people. Stop trying to look good in other people's eyes. Look in the Word of God. Look in Ephesians and Colossians and Galatians and, and, and the New and Old Testament and find yourself who does God say that you are? Because when you relax, when you let go, and when you let God be God, you will find that there will be glory on you. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will clothe you with glory when you stop it, when you stop acting, when you start to receive. The moment you just relax and stop trying to project something that you're not, the Holy Spirit will cover you. He'll clothe you. Your default position is glory. It's actually the other way around. It's not as hard as you think. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. The moment that you relax into who you are. So God said to me once, you are the perfect size for me. He said, I, I, I can wear you like a glove and you can wear me like a glove because we're the same size, like having an older brother or sister who have the same clothes that, that you can fit. You were made for glory, but you have been pushing it away. Every time you look at other people, the fear of man, the worries of this world, deceitfulness of wealth, they choke the seed. I'm telling you, when you say, you know what, I'm not of this world, and you leave it, and you, but you remain by the, the, by the power of his name. When you stop acting, you will be yourself and you will find that God is on you. God wants to be on you today. He wants to promote you today. The reason you lend and don't borrow is because he wants you to be uncontrollable. The reason that you are the head and not the tail is because he wants you to carry his glory. You cannot be controlled. That's the truth. The reality is you cannot be controlled, but the devil has trained you to think that you're under him, that you're under a curse. He's trained you to think, listen, the only way the devil can affect you is through your mind. If you take your thoughts captive, punishing every act of disobedience, the devil will have no access. I said no access to you. I mean, unless you shoot up heroin or... You know, or look at pornography. I mean, then, yes, your eyes are a gate. Your ears are a gate. Your heart, your mind is a gate to your heart. That's why sin, when it's fully conceived, brings forth death. You see, sin is like, if you look at pornography, right, you've opened the eyes gate. 
but it hasn't necessarily got into your heart yet. You see, that's why they they teach men in, in those sort of cleansing streams. You know, if you look at a woman, just look away. It's It hasn't conceived yet, you know, or if you're going to, you know, if a thought comes, take that thought captive. Sometimes it's not your thought, it's the demonic spirits. But if you agree with the demonic spirit, you empower it. We are a slave to who we obey. So what I'm saying to you is your mind is a is a door that you can close. And if you close that door, the devil will have no access. You don't look at pornography. You don't feel sorry for yourself. You don't think thoughts of self-pity. You don't judge. If you can lock out the devil by taking control of your thoughts, which is all of Ephesians chapter 6, you will be untouchable. Now, you will find that the devil will freak the freak out because you will be untouchable. He will have no control over you, especially if you are not in debt, especially if you are not on drugs, especially if you are not on pharmaceuticals, especially if you don't listen to him. Laugh when he speaks to you because then what's going to happen is he so wants to get in your mind because he has no authority. Listen, you are sovereign. God gave the earth to man. We own everything. The devil has nothing. He has nothing. He, don't, he doesn't own the earth. He doesn't own people. He's a liar. He, you are the gods of this world, little g. You have authority. The devil has no authority at all. Oh, but he has power. No, well, he, he, people give him their power. That is why demonic spirits want to be in you. That is why your family throw a fit, because they, because the devil cannot get into your mind, but he can get into them, because they haven't learned how to close their eyes. They haven't learned how to close their ears. You see, we, who are led by the Spirit of God, who are the sons of God, we have ears to hear. We have eyes to see. We have bought without money gold refined in the fire. We have bought food from Jesus. We have bought clothes from Jesus. But those of us who have been taken captive by the devil to do his will, those of us Christians who are satanic because Jesus rebuked Peter and he called him the devil, and Paul said that there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Paul said that there are false teachers. Paul said that there are false prophets. Paul said that there are uh, false apostles. Paul said that there are blemishes at your love feasts. Paul, John said that there are antichrists in the church. Open your eyes, church. It's time to wake up to the truth of the kingdom, which is not what you have been taught. I'm really sorry, but you have got to begin now, right here today, and listen and hear and receive the word of the kingdom of God that Jesus preached. When you lock out the devil in your own mind, you will find that you're a son of God, but you will find that you will need to pray in the spirit because people will be taken captive by the devil to do his will. They will not know that like Peter, Satan is talking through them. And you will have to look at them and smile and laugh or maybe rebuke them in the name of Jesus. But you will have to walk away. Listen, the devil will manifest through people and he'll manifest through your dog. He'll manifest through your neighbors. 
the other day, so many people were tooting their horn at me, abusing me on the road. And I did not open up my mouth like a lamb to the slaughter. And I thanked Jesus and praised him. And the devil flipped out because he had no power over me. I was like Jesus. I could say like Jesus, the devil has nothing in me. But you know what? I could derail my life right now. I could throw a tantrum. I could throw a pity party. I could just, you know, I could go get my car and drive off a cliff. I could go set someone on fire. You know, there is nothing stopping you because you have been given sovereignty. But I am choosing to take communion today. I'm choosing to do the will of my Father. Jesus said, not my will, but the will, your will, Father, be done. So we, you know what, you have the power to destroy. You have the power to, to choose life today. So I'm choosing life. Would you choose it with me? Would you choose it? You can go back and do every day of 100 days of communion, or even better, do your own 100 days of communion. Start your own podcast. Write your own book, because we are in the days of Matthew 24, where the love of many grow cold, and he said to, to us, you communicate the gospel of the kingdom. That is why we're here. That is why. Everything is unraveling because God is shaking first the church that's done. Now he's shaking the earth. And let, let me tell you the truth. This shaking will not cease until heaven and earth are vaporized. It is going to increase to the point where literally the universe will be turned back into a vacuum and emptied and burnt up and rolled up like a garment and there will be a new heaven and there will be a new earth and everything you did down here on these 70 or so years of earth on this vapor of a breath of a day of an earth these short days that you're here which are like a breath they will determine not only where you spend eternity but how you spend eternity are you going to be ruling nations? Are you going to be standing shoulder to shoulder, side by side with Jesus, you know, leading, you know, cities and nations and maybe even planets and galaxies, you know, or are you just going to be happy to, to make it through with, with a smell of smoke? <laughs> Either way is fine by me, but I would prefer to be a leader. I would prefer to be one of the captains of the guard. I want to be busy in eternity with Jesus. I don't want to be, you know, just scraping in by the by the by the skin of my teeth. I want to hear good and faithful servant. And so do you. So so go go and be the light today. Remember, it is a spiritual light. The church is a, is a spiritual house. His body is a spiritual food and his blood is spiritual drink. <laughs>